0: Hey guys, I'm back. And this is my review of the first two episodes. Maybe starting going to three, but I'm gonna try to focus on one and two. And just like that, it is on Max, used to be called HBO Max. Now they just call it Max. So if you watched last season, um, I did review some of the episodes from last season. Um, Now we're going into the second season. I'm a little bit more used to it. I like it. All right. So... Right now, all the couples, with the exception of one couple, are all getting together, they're being romantic. They're having sexy time with their spouses. Minus um, Dr. Naya, she's separated. Dr. Naya is the professor. Uh, I think she's a sociology. I think she's a sociology professor. Um, she was the professor from season one that when Miranda would decide to go back to school, and I think she was getting a sociology degree, whatever it was. Uh, advanced degree. Um, she's the, uh, the the Black professor. And remember Miranda didn't know that that was the professor of the class because she, Dr. Naya didn't dress the same, like she didn't come across or dress in a manner that, you know, Miranda was used to seeing. Remember that? All right. So they became really good friends. Naya, Dr. Naya and Miranda have become really good friends. And Naya and her husband are separated, if you will, that he's on tour with his band. You know, he's a singer and a songwriter, performer and all of that. And Miranda is in L.A. You know, she follows Shay to L.A. Shay is working on a, she's working on her comedy show, her stand-up show, as well as a pilot about her as well. So remember, I think it was ABC decided to pick up um, or do a show about, loosely based on Shay's character. Um, So, but anyway, when they're showing all the couples together, everybody's doing sexy time and everything, we see Dr. Naya, she's sitting at home looking at (coughs) television. You know, she, you know, her husband isn't with her, and they're in a very bad place, because her husband wants to have children, and she doesn't. So all last season, we were dealing with this whole conversation back and forth about having kids, and then she went to go check on her fertility and all this and that. So now we're still in that, still in that same place. She really just doesn't want to have children. And it's just not, I don't know. I don't think there looks to be any changing plans on that from the looks of things. And then on top of that, um, you know, her husband is, you know, he's out on the road. He's with these ladies, you know, they're writing songs together You know, he even tells Naya, when they they had a conversation at one point about, yet again, about children and stuff and, you know, being in trustworthiness and being with each other and all that good stuff. And he even lets her know, he was like, look, he said, I've had opportunities and, you know, it's not like I don't want to. Nothing has happened as far as me being with another woman as of yet and that struck a chord with naya as it should now naya is away she's on business trip whatever and she's in this bar and she sees a guy who is very attractive he was uh, his name is um i think his name is um oh i forget he was whitley's not whitley's um he was on different world he was on being mary jane uh i forget his name got the light eyes he's a great looking guy you know he approached her at the bar and they're flirting back and forth and she's you know she's just going here she's I'm my second glass of Malbec I'm trying to read this book and everything and seems like they might be going back up to the hotel room together and she finally lets him know mm, I'm married And he was like oh I'm sorry you know I'm gonna go ahead on thanks for letting me know blah 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 so she expresses to her husband you know that she's had opportunities as well and um you know she wants to try to spend time together seeing if they can work things out she even called him to try to do a facetime so they can do a little sexy time and that's when she discovered uh the the, there's another woman in the room and he was like look we're just here writing a song together that's all we're doing right so she's going really and it's just, you know, he he was like, you know, I, I felt like that whole situation where you Facetime me was a little weird. And I'm like, why is that weird? Like, why wouldn't go white FaceTime and you'd be a weird situation? He, she didn't know there was another woman in your room. She wasn't expecting that. Then they continue to talk about the relationship. And he says, you know, we can always get a surrogate. So he's still on this whole trip about having kids. And I think at this point, because she was just like, okay, I can't even talk to him right now. It's just a done deal. And this is what I'm thinking is going to happen here. This is either a couple of things could happen. Either he's going to get somebody pregnant while he's out on the road, or while she is separated, she's going to hook up with someone and ends up getting pregnant, and it won't be by her husband. I think that's the twist in the road that we're going to see in this relationship. I, I, I feel like that's what's going to happen, okay? Okay. So that's that, um, we got Carrie and Carrie is dating the producer from her show, sex in the city. Well, no, I guess you can say they're together. They meet up, they're having a very sexual relationship. They meet up on Thursdays only. She doesn't want to date. Okay. She doesn't want it to be a relationship. She doesn't want to go out, do dinner and all these other good things to make it seem like they're dating. And this guy wants to date. He doesn't want to just continue to do Thursdays and just having sex. He wants to date her. And eventually he breaks up with her because he said, look, I am getting tired of just doing the whole Thursday thing. I try to do it, but I really want to try something else. Because he even um, he had invited Carrie early on to meet his friends at some bourbon tasting at, on a roof at someplace. I don't know. And Carrie got all in her feelings. She was like, oh, I can't believe this or whatever. And she ended up calling, she was calling Miranda, but she ended up talking to Shay. And she's asking Shay, because she was like, okay, Shay, I need to, you know, you know this guy long that I have, you know, how does he move? Give me the tea on this guy. And you know, Shay was like, look, you gotta make a determination if you know, if you just wanna have make a relationship sex only, then that's what you need to make clear in the relationship, it's just going to be sex only. If you're trying to do other things together, then you need to make that clear. In some kind of way, in this whole conversation that Shay's having with uh, with Carrie on the phone, Miranda was in the back. Miranda is trying on, I don't know, dominatrix stuff. She's trying to you know, do something sexy with Shay and all of that, and she's getting the impression from what Shay is saying that that their relationship might be sexual only because they don't go out anywhere. They don't do much of anything else. Now, mind you, Shay is there working on a pilot for her new show, a sitcom, and she's also um, doing her stand up comedy. So, in the process of doing this, Shay's also dealing with the executives from ABC and they're telling her about her style, her look. She's gained too much, you know, she's too fat. They want her to lose weight. They want her to color her hair. And she's like, look, the only concession I will try to make, and she really was reluctant to it was to lose some weight. She really wasn't happy about being told to lose weight, and I don't blame her. You know, she wants, she wants to bring her authentic self to this show, which is talking about being non-binary, non-conforming, and and her trying to express this to her father. Her father's being played by Tony Danza. So she's having issues dealing with that. It's an insecurity of hers in terms of the weight thing. And, you know, she's just having a hard time. She's really having a difficult time with that. And Miranda is misreading or, well, no, she's not really misreading. She's just not, you know, Miranda's really out of place out there in LA. She's out there in LA. Things are very, uh, very laid back. you got people out there with all these tattoos and they're into social justice. And it's just a really different vibe, different from what Miranda is. Uh, some woman invited her to go to some, uh, they won't clean up the beach. They would do this environmentalist act or whatever. And she's out there and she's clean up the beach and there's nothing wrong with doing that. You know, Miranda was like, well, that's cool. It's better than just being stuck at the um the hotel or the apartment that they're staying in. And um, she loses her phone though. While she's out there, she loses her phone. She was scheduled to go and have dinner with Tony Danza and Shay, but she lost her phone. She can't call an Uber. Um, So she meets these people on the beach, these guys, they're surfers and they're out there doing their thing and they allow her to use a phone and she ends up Calling Carrie, Carrie was like, you know, let me look up Shay's number because she doesn't know Shay's number by heart. And most often today, a lot of people don't know people's numbers by heart. You don't have to, it's saved in your phone. So, you know, I try to look up people that I call most frequently. I try to make sure I memorize their phone number. You know, I don't want to depend on just, you know, my phone getting lost and, you know, now I'm, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. So, Shay was like, okay. So, so anyway, They do get in touch with Shay. Shay sends, she said, I'm going to send someone to come pick you up. She ends up sending her, well, they, because Shay goes by the pronoun they, them and they, they send their husband. So we find out Shay is still married, okay? And Miranda is in a quandary. Miranda's like, I don't even know you, Shay. Uh, I don't know your phone number. I don't feel like I know you. On top of that, you're married. And I didn't even know that. So it's kind of one of these situations where Shay and Miranda are in this we really need to get to know each other but Shay is Shay does care a lot about Miranda but Shay is very focused on dealing with her career you know and she's she's more focused on the career than she's focused on dealing with learning about Miranda so I think that's going to be that's going to be a problem in this whole situation, the grand scheme of things. It's going to be a problem for Shay and Miranda. In the next episode coming up, we see Miranda is dealing with a situation with her son. He's in Amsterdam and all of that. So Miranda's got to focus with her family now, her son, and Shay has her focus on her career. I'm not seeing where the two of them are going to come at her intersection and meet up. I just don't think it's going to happen. So that's that. Then we got um, Charlotte and her you know her daughter and her daughter is you know she's the little pianist but she's also coming to her own she asked charlotte and um her husband about some money to get this new i don't know some type of piano electronic piano whatever it is i don't know she gave it some fancy name and they wouldn't give her the money they wouldn't you know i did like the fact that just because they have it they just didn't give it to her and charlotte told her daughter you need to figure out how to make the money because we're just not going to give you the money because you want this new instrument or whatever so what she ended up doing was the daughter sold a lot of the clothes out of her closet to this company i don't know and charlotte's on the uproar that she was able to do that the company you know gave a minor this money And I think Charlotte's thing is her daughter, her oldest daughter, is coming to her own. She's realizing who she is and all these different things that has been provided for her. She's kind of, I don't want to say she's rebelling, but she's starting to feel some type of way. She's not the the little princess that Charlotte would like her to be. You know, Charlotte is Miss Prissy and her oldest daughter is not. I don't think think she's fighting against that. And I think this is where they're at. They're at their crossroads, is dealing with... You already got the youngest child who is um, non-binary. Now you got the oldest daughter who is looking like she's anti-wearing all these labels. I don't know. Whatever the case may be. So they have their crossroads with their children um, at this point in time, which is interesting. Let's get to Seema. Seema dating this guy. I think he was her assistant. Well, anyway... They're in a really good place until she finds out that he still lives with his ex-wife. And she was like, oh, I can't deal with you. I I, Even though you guys live on different floors, I don't want to deal with you. That's not the kind of relationship that I want to have. And so she breaks up with him. Seema goes and she talks to her hairstylist. And she says what happens, and she gives the synopsis of what went down. And the hairstylist was like, look, you have a habit of breaking up with people when you you look for red flags in a relationship. You don't really want a long-lasting relationship. You're always in search of the red flag, and then you run. So she didn't like that, so she decided she wasn't going to go see that hairstylist anymore. And he really was just telling them more about herself what i will say is this: sema doesn't allow anything to get past her and if something is a red flag she addresses it head on and if the answer is not what if it if it's not coming across comfortable to her she she moves on does she move too fast i don't know because in this situation when she meets up with this guy again he talks about investing in something, making some investment. It's only going to be $100,000. And she was like, okay, you know what? This isn't going to work. Now, you know, it's one thing you still live with your ex-wife. Now you want me to make this financial investment or something that I, I don't even know what it is. I don't think we're on the same page. And I'm just going to let it go. I I, I tried, but I don't. This isn't what I want. Now, what does she want? I don't know. But she's making it very clear um, that she's just not one that's very patient in relationships. You need to be on all P's and Q's quickly, or you'll be dismissed. That's just the way SEMA works. Um, we also see a situation where Seema got her Birkin bag uh, uh, snatched. You know, she comes out the building. She lives in, of course, upscale part of New York. And some guy grabs her bag. And she's like, the thing about the Birkin bag, not only they snatch something that's mine, but the other thing is that... Um, it was, I think she bought this Birkin from her, this Birkin is from her first real estate sale, I believe. Birkin bags, for those who don't understand, are very very expensive. Like, like we're talking, I think the cheapest today might be $20,000, dollars to $20,000. And usually you have to get on a waiting list. And Seema was explaining how when she got the Birkin, there was no waiting list at the time. So she was able, you know, this was a long time ago. Now there's a waiting list and all of that. So anyway, um, so it, it really was nostalgic. You know, it was a lot about, you know, she said something, that bag represented a very pivotal point in her career. So that was a big deal for Miss Seema. Um, but eventually she does find the Birkin um, and, and she's able to retrieve it. So that, that's a good thing. She does find it. Um, what else we got here? Lisa and her husband, Herbert. So here's the thing about them. They're Black. They live in, the, of course, the upper whatever east side of New York. They're very um, well-to-do. She, you know, Lisa is um, has her master's in fine arts, and the husband, I think, is an attorney. But they still struggle. They struggle with being Black and being wealthy. So one of the things that we see here is that Lisa has, a, I think, a project she's doing. I don't know if it's a movie or a play or whatever she's working on. And she's trying to get things together with it. She's trying to raise this money for the project. I think it's a play or a movie. I don't know, independent film. And the husband's like, you know, we see the kids keep interrupting Lisa as she's trying to do, you know, juggle all these different tasks. The kids come in the room. got the daughter. Trying to recite something in French to her, her you know, her kid, a song coming in the room interrupting her, asking her where something was located. The husband comes in asking about a tie for Morehouse. You know, everybody needs her attention, and she's trying to work on something for herself. And eventually, the husband's like, "Look, I'll just give you the twenty-five thousand dollars. You don't have to worry about anything." And I'm glad Lisa turned around and let him know. She said, like, "Look here, hold on. I have a master's in fine arts." You know i have connections i know how to make this work i know how to fundraise i know how to make money i don't need you to give me a handout because you want me to spend more time dealing with whatever issues that you have no i'm not going to do that i'm going to continue to work on my things so i like that she stood up to her husband um regarding that now the other issue that they have is his Herbert's uh, mother Herbert's mom Uh, is one of those ladies who believes in black women should not wear their natural hair. You need to wear it straight. You need to present yourself um, in a manner that's acceptable to society. She's one of those ladies, okay? So uh, she was coming over to have brunch and she was bringing some of her sorority sisters, okay? Okay. I'm not going to say what sorority she's in, but if you see the show, you can see. It was kind of funny. Meanwhile, uh, I think the dad was downstairs with his daughter and then her da- daughter's friend. and He was trying to catch a cab. They were trying to get a cab. And um, they were unable to get a cab. You know how it is. Cabs in New York City and black men, it just they don't go together. And they were just ignoring him. And there was one cab that stopped and he thought it was stopping for him but actually just stopping in a red light and when the guy wouldn't let down the window wouldn't open the door he got frustrated and he started banging on the, um banging on the cab window and while this is going on because he's all angry and what and whatnot you know the mom comes around the corner with her sorority sisters and She's all embarrassed. And one of the ladies was like, is, is that your son? And like, oh, no. But then the daughter was like, oh, hey, grandma. And she heard him went around the corner. She was embarrassed. They later on had a conversation in regards to his behavior out in the public and how he's presenting himself. And he's explaining, he's like, look, I'm a hardworking Black man. I should be treated with respect. And that was not respectable. Then we have the issue about the daughter's hair. Um, when the daughter was came home from school, she has a mini Afro going on. And the husband was like, oh, my mom's going to be here in 20 minutes. You know, she doesn't like this natural hair thing. We got to hurry up and get this hair together. So they hurry up and braid her hair. Mother comes in, you know, she's okay with the daughter's look. So the mother's not here for natural hair. She's not here for... She's... She's one of those. Okay. I'll put it like that. She's one of them ladies. All right. She even made a comment about Lisa um, one night. Lisa had her headscarf on to protect her hair. She was like, I, I, she said, we're many years away and, and from having to wear headscarves. scars. And I'm just like, girl, like she's one of those ladies that she's one of those old black ladies that's, uh, yeah, she's real different. She's real, yeah, <laughs> she's one, of, she's a problem. Let's just say, let's put it like that. She is a problem. Um, I think I've covered everything for the first. Um, thing. oh, they're all going to the Met Gala. That's the other big thing. Going to the Met Gala, and you know, um, Carrie's dress. What she ended up wearing, because the stylist that was supposed to make her dress, she didn't know what she was doing. So Carrie actually repurposed her original wedding dress. Um, and she wore the stylist that brought a, a cape to go with it or to, to go with the original dress that she was supposed to be wearing, but it wasn't fitting right, whatever. So Carrie repurposed the original dress that had like a bird feather on the side. Remember, she was getting to marry Big the first time and Big stood her up. So that's the dress that she wore. Um, I forget um, the guy's name. It was Stanley's boyfriend. The, he's, oh, goodness, I forget his name. Um, but whatever his name is, he's... Charlotte's good friend. They're like best friends. Remember, Stanley was Carrie's best friend, and this guy, forget his name, he's Charlotte's best friend. It was this whole back and forth with him being able to go to the Met Gala or not. Seema wasn't going to go, then she changed her mind. Then Charlotte's husband decided he wanted to go, but then, you know, once he found out that he wasn't going to be seen on television going through the, the staircase and all of that, he went and got this whole outfit made and you know whatever he said well it's no it's a waste of time if we're gonna have to go into a different interest because we're not gonna be photographed and all of that so that was a big deal going to the Met Gala um all the different outfits that they was wearing Lisa had on this red outfit with the whole thing that covered her face it was nice she had been walking 10 blocks because they didn't get a car service they were you know she ended up having to walk 10 blocks whatever the case may be Charlotte, you know, ended up going with, I'm going to say Stanley, but Stanley's the one that actually he passed away. I forget the guy's name, but whatever his name is, they, um, um, he, uh, they, he ended up being her date for the Met Gala. So that was the other big, big deal. Um, that's really much, that's pretty much it for episodes one and two. Like I said, going into three, we're going to start seeing some, um, Issues um, with, I think we're going to start seeing more issues as it pertains to Shay and Miranda, their focus on their relationship. Miranda, I mean, uh, Charlotte and her husband, they're having some issues, intimacy issues, if you will. Uh, The podcast that Carrie is doing is in a little trouble. Um, uh, Let's see, Lisa and Herbert, Ah, we got to wait and see what their issues are. I can't remember right now offhand, but that's just to give you a little preview of what's going to happen in episodes three and then going into episodes four. I'll be back. I got to finish watching episode four and I'll give you a review for that. Talk to you guys later. Peace.